Hey everybody, welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where us four friends have chill, cool discussions about things we like about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract ourselves from the inevitable passage of time and our wap- <laughs> and our rapidly and our waning wap- ability to <laughs> wait to the youth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good read, that's a good, good read. Start, good let's start, good start, yes. Let's go with that. Let's roll with it. Hey, hey, keeping it chill, loosey-goosey. Let's, let's yeah. <laughs> Dr. Wowie. Lucy Goosey, one of my favorite obscure Sonic characters. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, before we jump straight into our topic, has anybody had any uh, new Sonic-y stuff that they've done since the last time we met? Oh, boy. You know, I just might. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a few of us, is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Waiting for so, the musical stinger to come in after that. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> so, you guys remember many, many episodes ago when I talked about that uh, Sonic and Mario 64 ROM hack, right? So, somebody did the other way around and put Super Mario 64 in Sonic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I saw this. That looks amazing. Go, go, go for yeah, it. Yeah, so basically, this is uh, Super Mario 64 Generations, a mod for Sonic Generations by, I believe it's pronounced Skyth, S-K-Y-T-H. And basically what it is, is they have ported the movement engine for Mario 64 along with the model into Sonic Generation. So you could play through that game using the exact movement and physics from Super Mario 64 and all the same controls. And it is the most surreal thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> the, nah. the clip I saw was specifically wall jumping in, uh, I think it was Green Hill Zone. And it's, yes, it is so weird to see the perfect Mario 64 physics in Sonic <laughs> Generations. Very good. But yeah, that is that is super fascinating. Uh, that it's not just a model swap, which are require lots of talent, but no, a, a full physics port. So it is. This ain't super- no Samari. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked into it a little bit to figure out, like, okay, how is this being done? And basically, my understanding is that it's being done by basically taking all the code from the Super Mario sixty four decompilation project, which is how we got those wild PC ports, and basically porting the code from that into generations. So it's all being built on this open source version of Mario 64. And it's surreal. Like the fact that you can actually do like the backwards long jump to propel yourself through Green Hill is <laughs> something special. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. That is yes. very cool. Just a, a, the, my pure definition of, yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> So that was the Sonic news. Uh, it was all about Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sonic fans. I don't know. But when it comes to Sonic news, boy, it's awkward. So at time of recording, it is <laughs> April 2nd, 2022. Uh, just to peel the curtain back a little bit. I just yesterday went to see the Sonic 2 movie. Woo. My American friends have to wait Aww. another week. Aww. So a uh, stra- Oh, a precarious situation we find ourselves in, where I do my best not to spoil too much. Yeah, uh, I, I'd imagine there's a good chance that anyone listening to this, because uh, they're probably Sonic fans, I would imagine, has already seen the movie, or at least attempted to. So, but right now, we're we're still in that that bubble of 
the world doesn't quite know yet. <laughs> so it's yes. a, it is a strange time. I personally spoiled myself just because uh, it's the kind of movie that doesn't really bother me knowing stuff. But without spoilers, uh, Falero, can you give us a few sentences of what you feel after after seeing it? I think it's it's been a been a been a little bit. It's had time to ruminate. It's a dumb kids movie with lots of stuff that I didn't really care for, but don't really matter because it's Sonic. So <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's it's silly, it's weird, it's pop culture references out the wazoo. Like I, that's no spoiler. You know that going yeah, in. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. That's the first movie. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I was reminded when I was watching it. I was oh yeah, that's the kind of movie the first one was. But it's fine. It's fun. I like. I actually like the human characters in this, so it's fine. It's. Jim Carrey's there. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely sounds like how how I came down on the the first one eventually. And I am very happy to see if like the first one, if it's anything above uh quality-wise, uh what I would describe as unmitigated disaster. As long as it's a few notches above that, <laughs> I think that is perfectly fine. Um it's it's very obvious that they wanted to put lots more Sonic stuff into this one, so as long as that part is fun and it's there, I'm definitely on board. <laughs> it's made by people who do care about Sonic and they care about tails and they care about knuckles and that's good because they're good in this and that's all I'm gonna say. Have fun when you finally get to watch it, lads. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely will. I'm looking forward to it. You can't tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> People are upset those replica shoes uh, from Movie Sonic are all sold out, but I will settle for nothing less than the Knuckles Timberlands. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I will put my money where my mouth is if they make replicas of those. <laughs> So speaking of Sonic movies, that brings us to our topic for today, which uh, some could say is the original Sonic movie. Uh, it depends. Uh, it, it, it depends on who uh, whose release you want to go by. But the uh, colloquially, we'll just refer to it as the Sonic OVA, the uh, original video animation, which uh, originally came out in Japan in 1996 as two episodes. Uh, if I remember correctly, they had a limited theatrical release and then were on two separate VHS tapes. And they didn't make it over here until 1999 uh, to coincide with the release of the Dreamcast. Um, as Sonic the Hedgehog the movie uh, was released on a singular VHS tape or uh, God, I don't think we actually got a DVD until a year or two later. I want to say the DVD was like 2003, maybe 2004. I know it was definitely a, a couple years later. And then we would get one more like uh, revised DVD um uh, a few years after that. Um, but yeah, this is the, the Sonic OVA. Sonic the Hedgehog, scrape your knuckles, catch some tails. Yes, that weird tagline on the uh, <laughs> on the US release. Luke, do you want to go over real quick like the some of the technical aspects about like the release and uh, and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I did a little bit of research. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find too much. We do have, you know, a lot of the basic credits like... Uh, you know, we know the director of the film was uh, Kasutaka Ikigami, who, from what I can see, didn't actually direct anything else besides this. Mostly a storyboarder on stuff like uh, Alice SOS and Initial D. 
the script was written by, if I got this right, uh, Mayori Sekijima and Masashi Kubota, who wrote for stuff like Dragon Ball Z and GT, all the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Checks out. Uh, you know, fair amount of stuff. It sounds like they're still working today. So, you know, always a good thing to see. And the animation was done by uh, Studio Piro, who is a long-standing animation studio. Most people will probably know them for stuff like Naruto, Bleach, Yu Yu Hakusho, Black Clover, that sort of thing. Polar Bear Cafe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they do Polar Bear Cafe? I love that they show. They sure did. I love that show. Jeff Gersman's favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do like that uh, specifically in the credits, they mentioned that they are working from character designs from uh, Naoto Oshima, the uh, original designer of uh, Mr. Needle Mouse. Yeah, and uh, it seems like Sega was kind of like very hands-on with this um, as far as, uh, you know, the production is to be believed. Um, let's see. We only got the dub over here uh, on the VHS. I've heard some scuttlebutt that there was like a sub VHS, but like a lot of things with this movie and anime that was available in the 90s, most of that is just hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. I remember specifically there were lots of rumors of like, oh, you know, that like heavily censorship versions. And I look... Uh, I remember having the VHS and like none of that was real. <laughs> we'll touch on that. Uh, Want to talk about some of the changes they did, but um, can't believe they cut out the shower scene. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, like shit like that. People would claim that there was like uh, hardcore scenes that they cut out of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon movie. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> Sonic does his taxes. Uh, <laughs> adult content. <laughs> so anyway, uh, for the first couple of years, we only had the dub over here, which had a, a Texas-based cast because ADV, which isn't around anymore, but was a Texas-based anime company. They put this out. Martin Burke plays Sonic. Kind of the only thing I wanted to say is, uh, speaking of rumors, is that there were lots of rumors that he was from Ireland, which is why his voice sonic voice is a little funny i just wanted to say that is not true like i'm interesting as far as i can tell uh, on all of his official profiles he was born and raised in texas and so his sonic voice is just funny like that <laughs> <laughs> what is, well, i don't even know what it is it's just <laughs> it's something strange about the delivery it's yeah. not quite that sort yes. of man, sonic cosmo fighter but it's I don't know. What is it? It's like weirdly formal almost. Okay, I'll just, I'll I'll say this now, because uh, I want to talk about how I I think this is a fine dub um, mm -hmm. compared to a lot of 90s kids anime. I mean, we were fixing to get into, you know, Dragon Ball Z was over here by now, which I, it, I think I mentioned before has a, a, a sordid history that ultimately comes out as a very positive impact on the anime industry over here as a whole but like we were about to get deep into like four kids adapting anime for saturday mornings and that is not what this dub is this is a a very competent from all my comparisons faithful for the most part translation to but the some of the vocal performances are very odd and i think it comes down to inconsistency like i don't know sometimes it sounds like scenes were recorded on different days mm -hmm. yeah. and yeah i think uh burke's sonic is it's just kind of funny like that 
because uh, a few of his opening lines are kind of a kind of a heroic, almost with a little nasal. Like, I wonder if they didn't play him a clip of like Jillian White as Sonic. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it kind of strikes that kind of up here, like, oh, hey, Tails, no, I don't want to do that right now. I can't swim. And then you get to later in the movie, and you know some famous lines like strange isn't it where it does seem like he has a weird i guess mid-atlantic kind of (laughs) almost vaguely european i don't know like you said it is very it is possible to nail down tails is just like a little kid with his new toy good work tails you saved us i think that's what happens when someone's trying to do like an impression sometimes is that they're like no you need to sound like this well okay i'll try it's gonna sound weird yeah and that's what it ended up being (laughs) And because uh, it doesn't just happen to him, uh, Robotnik does it a couple times. Like he almost has a weird, like Russian thing going on for some lines. You need to take this with you, Tails. Yeah, he kind of does. here is the navigator. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What I was gonna say. They probably say. saw the name Robotnik and they're like, "Oh, that's Russian, right?" See, that's that's <laughs> some what sort I'm of saying. European, uh... To your shortest route. But then the script adapters like had enough wherewithal to know and hey, this could have been a Sega thing uh, to throw in some American Sonic terms like they've changed a lot of things. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's so I wanted to say that up front. This is not a bad dub. I do think it's weird and some things stick out to me now that that is uh, hard to wrap my head around. Uh, Even Tails like I think Tails is a very cute voice uh, uh, in English in this, but also does kind of fly around here though because uh tails kind of starts off like you know real up in his nose you know oh sonic come check out my bodyboard and then um by the time tails is trying to rescue old man owl from his flaming car he uh says uh i'm not gonna give up that easily and kind of slips into a weird little voice there and (laughs) so anyway I, i just wanted to say that up front I don't think this dub is bad. I do. I did just want to acknowledge how weird some of the performances <laughs> yeah. can yeah. get. It's, it is funny having like port that port that tales voice having to read out some complicated dialogue later on. <laughs> One of the things that I really wanted to mention as well as far as the dub is um, uh, getting ready for this episode of the podcast. I watched the Japanese dub for the first time, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about some of the Japanese voice actors as well. And I, I promise I really tried to not be too biased, even though I've watched the English version like a bazillion times at this point. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, honestly, I got to say, I, I genuinely enjoy the English dub more than I enjoy the Japanese dub because the Japanese dub is like standard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Standard. That's that's a good way to put it. No, I, I don't disagree. Um, I do think at the end of the day, I might prefer um, watching this one in Japanese, but it's also... Uh, it's none of the 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 game cast that would be in Sonic Adventure um, again because in Japan this came out uh, several years before Adventure might have even started like development. Yeah, Mashimi uh, Kakuchi plays Sonic. He's the only one that sticks out in my head as like a unique performance, um, and he's also uh, the original voice of Tenchi from the Tenchi Muyo OVAs, oh, which uh, hello. Uh, stuck out. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's where I've heard that before. And he, uh, I also thought it was interesting. He plays the prince in uh, the Mario uh, Pichime movie, which is technically the first video game movie. Oh, um, I thought that was interesting. And also, cool. he is the Japanese dub voice for Bob the Tomato from Veggie Tales. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that most uh, significant role that we need to um, bring up here. 
This man is but prolific. <laughs> I do I do like his Sonic. I think it is a nice, uh, you know, like a tough guy teenager and that that sticks out. He sounds like a bit of a jerk. He sounds like a bit of a disinterested, disinterested jerk sometimes. Fits for me. I kind of like that. It fits Sonic's uh, lackadaisical attitude in this movie. Um, I really like it. He does have a bit of a demeanor. Like you can see in the animation, he's just got a bit of a flippant demeanor. I quite like that. In uh, also in Japanese, uh, uh, Hikaru Shina is uh, Tails, and I thought it was interesting. She played uh, Mega Man several times. I think she was in the uh, Oh the Wish Upon a Star cool. OVA. Oh yeah, that yeah. She was in Wish Upon a Star and uh, the arcade fighting games. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Um, that's awesome. She was also Celestia Ludenberg in Danganronpa. Well, 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 well. I did. I, I should have done my research because that's interesting. <laughs> it all comes back. Um, yeah, most of these, uh, most of these uh, Japanese actors are are still working to this day. Um, cool. Yasunori Matsumoto was Knuckles. I, I I like him in this movie, but uh, I looked it up and immediately stuck out that he played Anubis in the Stardust Crusaders uh, adaption a couple years ago, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, who is one of the like standout characters in that season. This crazy, uh, you know, stand dog man who is like shrieking <laughs> throughout the entire episode. <laughs> also uh, wrote down that he has. <laughs> done the Japanese dub for Adam Sandler like seven or eight <laughs> times in the international <laughs> releases of those movies. So He's more power uh, to him. A talented man. I know him more as uh the voice of Gallery and Slayers, so yeah yeah i I saw that that does uh i think yeah he's he's come back for every iteration of uh slayers yep um yeah junpei takiguchi um plays eggman in the japanese version who did uh pass away in 2011 but um i did see he was the original voice of uh purunga in uh uh dbz and um it's also the J- uh, Japanese dub voice for Abe Simpson on The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> it was also the Japanese dub voice for Dexter Jetster in <laughs> oh, Star God. Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And, <laughs> and also the Swedish chef in The Muppet Show. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a good one. Need some real vocal chops for that role. <laughs> I think his I think his performance as Eggman is fine. It does lack the gravitas that uh, Atsuka would bring to him in the games. Um, he's he sounds a bit dopey. <laughs> Sounds like he does sound like a bit like an old man. He does sound like Abe yeah. Simpson, old man yelling at Cloud. <laughs> he's just kind of, he's just kind of grumbling through his stories. Not, not really what I expected from Eggman, which is why I probably prefer uh, Edwin Neal, who plays Robotnik and the President in English, because he, I, he, he doesn't, he brings that that big energy to what I expect man. from a from a Robotnik. It's so good, and he's man, he, he's done a lot of stuff. But yeah, the, a lot of these people like have definitely uh, in the English dub did a lot of like uh, 
writing and producing and engineering and because i mean that's there's a lot of that now in the anime industry but back then definitely like yeah you're gonna do 30 extra voices and also uh adapt this script and etc etc yeah like I, I was looking at the credits and you know uh old man owl was played by charles c campbell and metal by gary dehan and i don't think it's any coincidence that they were also the recording engineer and voice director respectively yeah, that makes <laughs> sense and it just makes me happy anytime I see any of these actors still popping up here and there. Like uh, Charles Campbell literally just popped up a few years ago in My Hero Academia as Gran Torino. So it's like, oh, that's right. awesome. oh yeah, that's right. It, it's it's cool. I like seeing you know, the voices I recognize from this obscure little thing, you know, popping up in places I don't expect. So yeah, that was just a little trivia on the uh, the production and the cast. I just thought was interesting. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting at this time, and I, man, maybe someday, like I'm just now realizing, maybe there is someone who worked at Sega at the time that has this information that we might know for certain someday. But I wonder if the the small changes that were made to the dub, um, which like I said before, like just comparing the the official subtitles and like the english dub is seems to be fair a fairly faithful translation um but the dub does make some changes basically to make it in line with which is ironic considering this would come out right before sonic adventure which changed all this but like the yeah. <laughs> the the american western the european standard like eggman is robotnik uh he name drops eggman land which is changed to robotropolis which is interesting but the scary metal robotnik is a uh, black eggman which is uh, that one i kind of get because that is absolutely a, necessary yeah, change it, i mean it's not the last time that would happen either i remember like literally the exact same thing xenoblade there's a character called blackface yikes they changed that to metal face for the english version so literally okay. God, i didn't same, realize that uh, would Oh my goodness, because I'm imagining Shulk getting really mad about blackface. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be fair, well, we should all get really mad about blackface. <laughs> yeah, good, good for you, Shulk. So yeah, the, probably the only the only change I can see there, um, and the only one I wrote down is uh, Sarah's name is spelled different. It's written uh, with A's and pronounced as Sarah when in Japanese it's uh, spelled with an E-I, so it's more like Sira. And you see that in the little fighting game uh, name entry screen is that it's spelled like that. Yeah, I, I really do wonder if this wasn't Sega stepping in and asking them to do this since otherwise it's a it's a faithful adaption. But then, yeah, like I said, it's very funny because then less than a year or yeah, months later, we would get Sonic Adventure, which would retcon everything. Yeah, I just wanted to point out one little thing that you did not point out. Um, it's not, It's a small one. But, like, you know, it's the robot generator. It's actually called the egg generator in Japanese. And I wonder if they didn't get the memo that not everything needs to be changed from egg to robot. Yeah. <laughs> they still work in a couple of egg puns into the dub script. No, they're still. Sonic won't be a pain in my egg. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, this... This movie looks really good. Yeah, like that, really that is does. one more thing I want to say is that you definitely should go watch this movie. <laughs> um, it's out of print in uh, the U.S. at least, as far as I know. But there are ways to find it. Um, 
I would be totally fine with linking them if I didn't know that whoever owns this in Japan has been sending copyright notices to people. So it's out there. Uh, you can find it. I promise. There's yeah. even um, been some fan uh, restoration projects to like upscale it into proper HD without, you know, destroying the source material. Um, I know Japan just released both episodes for download on God, I think some Bandai owned like video on demand service and so those look really good oh cool um so it's out there you can find it um uh, i also before before we jump into this and i wanted to mention um one of those projects was a fan dub by um i think he goes by king Alosius is how it's spelled uh, which you you might have heard of that fan dub. Um, I'm not sure if it's out there again because of copyright shenanigans. But what is still out there is his restoration of the soundtrack, which we have uh, never had an official release. Um, lots of people remembered the the lookalike song from the credits. Uh, we've only had like the two minute version that's featured in the release, but that got found a couple of years ago. I think someone like straight up asked the composer and he. Yeah. Uh, the story I understand is that somebody who knew like either the composer or somebody like on the production team emailed them to just be like, Hey, uh, we can't really make out the lyrics in this part of lookalike that was you know in the film but not like part of the credits where it was easily like audible can you you know shine some blind those and he's like i'm just gonna send you the complete version of lookalike and it's like oh pause i don't have the complete soundtrack so i'm just gonna send you all these like early demo versions of the complete soundtrack oh yeah <laughs> so this ladies and gentlemen is why you should always shoot your shot yeah, yes. just, yeah. Gonna, just, just ask what's the worst that could happen so we we do have complete versions of some of like the most memorable tracks from this uh movie but we don't have the whole thing which i hope we find someday but uh yeah king Alusius basically went back and for his fan dub performed the soundtrack and if i remember correctly went out of their way to like find the synthesizers and tools that may have been used originally and it sounds really good it sounds about as close as we are ever going to get to an official release of the soundtrack for sure like we've even used it once or twice in sonic f for certain scenes yes and he he also um put together like an entire like package of the audio he used for his fan dub and basically said hey if you want to use this to do your own dub um you know or just want to listen to all of it go for it so that is a super cool resource that uh they spent a ton of work and effort with and i'm uh, I think I think his fan dub is preserved other places. I, I know again copyright shenanigans, um, but I wanted to acknowledge that that was a lot of hard work, just basically for for no reason, just to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely go check that out so you can listen to uh, some of the full versions of this music. But um, Jake, you were going to take it away as we are just recapping the movie itself. Uh, so we basically we start out with the movie. Um, a few flashes of a computer screen with like, it looks like blueprints for Metal Sonic. Uh, then we have some really well presented uh, flashes between black and really well drawn, uh, basically stills <laughs> of, uh, of like different parts of Metal Sonic, uh, as well as like full body establishing shots back to back. It looks very good. Yes. The, man, we're going to get into it. But yeah, Metal Sonic looks so good in this movie. Yeah. And this would be the only appearance he would make in any like 
extended sonic visual media like tv or anything for 20 years until he got brought into the boom cartoon ridiculous to be fair yeah <laughs> what a what a bonehead move to deny us metal sonic and animation why they did not put terrible. metal sonic into sonic x i will never uh, understand not even like a not even a taste of metal sonic yeah not mm. even it's ridiculous and you know what like the the, the thing to bring him back was the sonic boom cartoon <laughs> <laughs> why, why didn't they put metal sonic in night of the werehog <laughs> why not actually though <laughs> uh but um after those really well presented shots of metal sonic um we have a really good silhouette of robotnik i guess pep talking <laughs> metal sonic um, he's, he's got those glowing glasses yes for the english dub edward neal just like off the bat kills it as robotnik because he, he just mm. brings like the right amount of menace and man the way he delivers it is so good and then that laugh is so good and like when i was watching the japanese dub i i noticed that 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 wasn't there and i thought to myself wow that feels so empty now <laughs> i i actually 100 yeah. percent agree the yes. the cool laugh echoing uh makes up for the fact that the the line doesn't really make sense because you know he still needs sonic's data to make uh metal complete and so you probably shouldn't kill him before it does that but it's so f***ing cool that it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, then, and in the Japanese, it's kind of like, just like the other, like, Eggman's just like, all right, Metal Sonic, you get his life data, will you? Yeah. Uh, grand. <laughs> it is a little, he sounds a little sleepy. Also worth noting that we've been calling him Metal Sonic this whole time, but Eggman slash Robotnik is specifically calling him Hyper, Hyper Metal, Metal Sonic. Sonic. Yes. It's Hyper. I guess... That's uh, different somehow. Yeah, no, he got all the super emeralds ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the rule of cool. Yeah, I mean to be fair, this this is like its own version of Metal Sonic in a way. The design is the same, but the the concept's a little different as well. Yeah, we we get right into that because we smash from the logo into what seems to be like its own unique world. Like this is not the games. We get a bunch of proper noun names later, but it is very interesting that this is kind of it's Sonic as we knew him from like a Japanese perspective. Like there's lots of that's what he mm -hmm. looks like. Like the original art, he looks like the design used in like sonic cd but this is not a, a game sonic this is its whole separate thing because we come up um with again one of the the best songs in this i think is just referred to as like the planet freedom theme is this south island i think it's south island yeah i they they do call it south island which is which is a games thing but yeah it's, it seems to be like a bunch of floating continents floating islands if you want to get uh some agi angelic islands <laughs> That seems like a stretch. We we come down, uh, zoom into a beach where Sonic is catching some raids, and Tails runs up to him with one of his latest inventions. Are we actually going to talk about like the environment there? I was going like, to say it's a cool island, yeah. But uh, there's something there that's uh, probably worth talking yeah, about. Sonic appears uh, to live in a giant pile of crashed vehicles. <laughs> yeah, actually, do. Yeah, there's a jet plane there, and this comes, I mean, you know, this comes back once they make it into the 
the land of darkness yeah the land of darkness is that yeah there there's a lot of like post-apocalyptic vibes because yeah at sonic's island there's like a crashed airliner there's uh you know lots of scavenged vehicles yeah, like laying a, about like a radar tower a train a, what looks like the yeah. starship enterprise I don't yeah get i was about it. to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember, I think they just straight up uh, copy this in the Archie comics um, when they discover Station Square, which in the Archie comics is like being, is carved into a mountain, like it's an underground city with like a fake sky. <laughs> that is great, but just the thought of like the the mental gymnastics they had to make to make Sonic Adventure work within the Archie world. Yeah. Oh, it's it made all of the whole world it's exist within a mountain. It's it's horrific hair, and it wasn't a hundred percent their fault. They basically no. like Sega called them up and said, "Hey, do a Sonic Adventure adaption," and they were like, "Okay, can we have some details?" No. <laughs> and then had to fit it into their super weird continuity. Oh man pretty sure i mentioned that before but yeah. it is a hilarious anecdote <laughs> fortunately you know sonic's uh relaxing time and tails bodyboarding is interrupted by the true star of our show yeah he is <laughs> yes. yeah he is the characters refer to him in english and japanese as just plain old man and i know in japanese it's a it's an honorific it's ojisan which is uh, it just doesn't really translate well but no I, but, I think in the is he old man owl or is it just old man? He he almost doesn't even have a name. The credits actually do call him old man owl. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I, I almost do kind of wish if they would have given him a name because uh, Owls and Sonic, now I'm just like, oh, is that Sophocles from the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, like, Owls and Sonic just seem to be a thing now. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, they always have been if you look back at Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, Old Man Owl is an incredibly charming character who is, <laughs> in either version, is just wonderful to listen to. He's a, he is a me he's a mess, and that's why we love him. Yes. Yes. He, I, I love the fact that, like, in certain lines in the English dub, he sounds just a little bit more doofy. Like, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. so Old Man Owl comes in on his rocket ship that's basically just about to blow up anyway. <laughs> um, Tails. Uh, tries to be the hero and help him out um, and realizes that they're going straight for a cliff with really no recourse to do anything about it. So Tails does the only thing he can think of, calls on Sonic, and Sonic speeds over in quite a really well animated segment of him getting basically from one side of the island to another. <laughs> um, yeah. Big, big uh, Sonic CD vibes with this, yeah. Yeah. this yes. section particularly. Yes. And um, they save Old Man Al, uh Old man tells them that, uh, well, he tries to tell them <laughs> that the president wants to see them, which Sonic and Tails have to kind of fish out of him because he's having an old man moment, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to get what I was saying about earlier about sort of the doofiness of some of the lines uh, when they have that really cool segment where the uh, the plane airstrip comes out of part of the island and they set off. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so gorgeous. It's so cool, especially with the highlights and everything. Uh, old man now, as they fly away, is on the beach waving like a handkerchief or something. And he says, Bon voyage, kids. And his laugh is just so. You mentioned actually the airstrip uh, section and the way it like comes down. And I'm, I, 
I have to say, it does remind me a little bit of Sonic Adventure 1 with uh, Tails' Edge. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I would find it hard to believe that they weren't at least partly inspired by that when they were working on that sequence for Adventure. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Probably the other song that uh, sticks in my head the most is yes. the Tornado Launch, which is that... <laughs> we're gonna be singing this whole soundtrack through this yeah. of course we are i do i do love that this opening minutes gives a really good beat on all of our 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 or on sonic and tails's character because uh tails is very enthusiastic about his new invention which i guess is the first uh time a lot of us would have think oh tails is a tinkerer he's a little boy genius he makes stuff yeah but then also yeah, sonic... this was our first glimpse into like some of the japanese stuff for a lot of us so this is yes if we if we didn't get like Sonic Adventure before now, this would have been like our first sign of oh Tails, boy genius. Yeah, I I also like that it also does a very good job of establishing that Sonic is aloof and kind of a jerk, <laughs> but yes. then as soon as like shit gets real, he is the good guy. Yeah, um, you yeah. know because he's very much doesn't want Tails to bother him. Uh, straight up says that he doesn't care that uh, you know old man Owl's about to explode. He tells Tails <laughs> that he's the one that's got propeller on his butt but why doesn't he go and do something about he's it he's like one step away from calling him a pixel bro yeah. <laughs> yes yes and i really so, I, I like it a lot at least tails claps him back when he does it though <laughs> i know he just no. it's, it, either version he tells sonic he's no help or just yeah. straight up calls him a are you sure idiot? he's not saying go to hell because that's how people <laughs> misinterpreted it for the longest time oh man <laughs> hey he is he is a little uh uh, stuffed up in the head, so the line kind of <laughs> yeah. runs together. No, I think yeah, officially it's... in English he's saying "You're no help." You're no, you're yeah. no help. Yeah. And in Japanese, I, uh, I think he says uh, what, like Sonic, Sonic Obaka. Obaka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sonic <laughs> <idiot>. <laughs> he just calls him a, a jerk, an idiot. Also, crucially important point: Tails pilot has adorable, and I'm glad they brought it back for Mania. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they do fly all the way to the uh, capital city, which, uh, if I remember correctly, kind of does just look like the White House on a it floating is. island. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is the president. He's not the king. He's not the prime minister. Uh, and then they, uh, you know, go into the office and find that uh, Doctor Eggman slash Robotnik is waiting for them. Uh, worth noting these um to the 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 president seems to be some sort of anthropomorphic character, but it's really hard to pin down what he is. He has elf ears. Maybe that's it. I, I like the the other uh, humanoid designs in this movie are very cartoony. Um, uh, kind of a kind of like I would say like a Looney Tunish kind of westerny cartoon looking thing um but yeah sarah is very anime girl who she pops up in the scene who straight up has um like cat ear or yeah does she have cat ears i think it's it's a bow meant to look like cat ears but you know she's also got the tail yeah i I wonder is the president supposed to kind of look vaguely like monkey like I, i always thought that was a monkey tail for sarah so yeah. I have oh. I have a headcanon theory about this. I am probably completely wrong, and I'm sure <laughs> there's something out there to contradict me, but I'm just going to put it out there. Probably. Do it. The president is grown-up Alex Kidd. That would fit. Yes. Oh, but because the only other human character that has lines that I remember seeing is a butler later, yeah. and he has elf ears as well. 
which oh. also would kind of fit the the Alex Kid monkey, but with pointy ears. Wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. But they, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're whatever Alex Kid is. The reason Robotnik took him hostage is because they lost at Jankin, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. I'm taking a close look. Actually, does does Sarah have the ears? Because I'm seeing the bows. Are, the bow, are they bows or ears? Or are they just like ear coverings? I'm looking at a close up too now. It definitely looks like a big bow, and I think that's might be why people thought, oh, she's a cat girl. But yeah, them being like uh, funny anime monkey people makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's either that or it's just like a nod to the old cat girl characters from the Sonic com- the manga that came out forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to get to those eventually. I mean, it's also a 90s anime. You have to stick a cat girl in there somewhere. That's true. Oh, yeah. True, 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 true. Or a monkey girl. <laughs> I'm immediately thinking of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, who not only has several animal girls that show up in the tournament arc, but also did a lot of, um, who was it, Botan would just, you know, spring up the cat ears when she got, made a funny face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and Sarah here sounds like a 90s anime character, like a girl, an anime girl. It is funny in either version. Oh, in yeah. Japanese, she's very like high up and wispy, and then in English, is super much like yes, this was what a dubbed anime girl sounded like back then. Yeah, and very both very good performances in my opinion. You would never guess that her Japanese voice was Jigglypuff. Yeah, <laughs> yes, really? it's the beginning. The um, or. <laughs> Oh, man. So Eggman has taken the president and Sarah, his daughter, hostage and uh, has lured Sonic in because he needs him to do him a favor. And this is where we get an explanation of kind of what this whole world is um the the land that uh i think they they call the entire planet is called planet freedom and it has uh i think this gets lost in the dub a little bit i think they say two separate dimensions and I, it always confused me as a kid when i really think they just mean like realms like mm. the place where sonic and his buddies they all live is uh the, called the land of the sky and they all live on like floating continents and that's where south island where sonic and tails live is um and then robotnik says that he lives uh in the inner dimension which is the land of darkness which you know kind of makes me wonder is it are they? Is he just living on the surface of the planet? Maybe that's what they're getting. That's is? my understanding. I took it to be as like it's a similar case to something like Skyward Sword or Xenoblade Two, where there's yeah, yeah. you know land land masses above like this thick cloud cover, and there's only specific openings down to the surface below that is mostly shrouded in darkness. So Robotnik goes on in explaining all this, and uh, you know Sonic interjects and says, "Everybody knows that already." Tells him to shut the hell up. <laughs> um, uh, Robotnik says that uh, he was living peacefully in his city um, until they were attacked by uh, you know this giant robot. Uh, I think he, then he call him. He straight up calls him like a demonic force with an army of. Uh, Uh, robots that kicks him out of the city and sabotages his power plant and now the generator is going crazy and if they don't stop it within the next 24 hours or so it's going to explode and could take out the entire planet and he demonstrates that when they're not taking him seriously (laughs) fine don't 
blame me when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Another very good moment. Yes. Uh, um. Yeah. It's it is funny that the the person who just happened to like uh, take over his work is a land. I guess just happens to be a metal version of him. Yeah. Yeah. How did <laughs> Both that versions. Happen? It's it, you know considering what happens later. It's like. Man, come on. You couldn't have come up with something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little more convincing here, Doctor. And to and to his credit, Sonic is, you know, he doesn't believe a word of it. He's like, it's your problem. You deal with it. Yes. He's, again, very unenthused Sonic. And he straight up says, I love the line. He says, you know, 99 times out of 100, he's lying out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but what if this is that one time? Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly Sonic is like, oh shit. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, I, I love that Sarah is even willing to just completely throw everybody else under the bus. It's just yeah. like, but will yeah. you do it for me? I don't care what happens to Robotnik or Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a little bit of the old uh, Sonic's girlfriend, Madonna. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what's going on here. Um, yeah, yeah. Do they have a pre-existing relationship? She certainly seems to think Heck so. Heck if I know. <laughs> she, she does. I don't think Sonic, Sonic cares at all. Um, Sonic doesn't care about girls. Yeah, but I mean, Sonic is just so cool. It's like, well, yeah, of course, everybody loves him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so Robotnik gives Tails a little, what he calls a navigator, which should be a little, uh, tiny little GPS with some, with Eggman's face on it that should lead them straight to the city. You know, I keep saying it's, uh, Eggman land, it's Robotropolis. I'll probably just end up calling it the dub names. Yeah. (laughs) Should, should lead him straight to Robotropolis. And so they pick up the tornado and make their way towards the nearest entrance to the land of darkness. They, they find the, the way down towards the, uh, the land of darkness is like this huge supercell like storm that they fly straight into. And the poor tornado, uh, crashes and flips a few times, but everybody's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we get another uh, really great song drop with just uh, a whole sequence of great animation where they fight some classic bad nicks and jump over some Sonic Springs. I love, love, love the animation of the sequence. Like yes. it has such big Sonic CD intro vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I really like a particular part of the the, the sequence that I love is um just the size of the and I can't believe I forgot his name, but the the centipede bad nick. Um, is it Crawlton? I think it's a pink Crawlton. Yeah, yeah. He's like the size of a dragon. It's awesome. <laughs> I love how Sonic gives him the old... Uh, <laughs> he just blasts straight through him. Yes. <laughs> the only reference I have in my brain is uh, Kid Goku killing Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think I think this sequence, uh, before they get to Robotropolis, is a good time to point out like the sound design of the movie. There's quite a few sound effects used in this movie that I've heard in anime and even just other productions throughout the years, especially like Sonic's speed up sound, which I've heard in other ways. And like, I heard, I first heard that sound here. And so whenever I hear that in anything else, I think, oh, it's the Sonic speed up sound. <laughs> very, very obviously taken from a, a commonly used sound bank. I was going to ask about that, anime yeah. stuff then. Uh, but no, they're they're very. Uh, it's a very nice sound mix. Um, I think, and you know, not to be the the technical guy, but if you can find some of the uh, later releases or some of the restorations, the stereo mixing, especially in the sound effects, is super good. Yeah, 
And yeah, I do. I do love the the sonic speed up to where sometimes it's real quiet, depending. But then when he really kicks it in, like uh, they've got some modified like jet plane sounds. And that actually reminds me a lot of how they would carry that over into a lot of the sound effects in Sonic X are uh, modified like revving jet engines. And I I just love that for Sonic. And uh, they they do that a lot in some of the the modern games, the uh, the boost mode, as you can hear that that jet whine and it's you know it just tells you that sonic is moving hella fast dude <laughs> it's very good it really gets the point across but i like to think it's a nod to sonic's secret fighter pilot origins <laughs> yeah his reincarnation <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like goodness. the echoes of uh, the fighter pilot trips of the past uh, yep. sort of play every time sonic runs fast and this is also where we get to where, uh, yeah, uh, Sonic points out that they sure are running into a lot of traps, and Tails is like, I don't know, that's what the little watch is telling and me. This is the quickest route. But they do stumble upon what uh, Tails calls a warp zone, which they find that kind of looks like, I mean, it looks like a tube, which you could say might be the Sonic 2 special stages, yeah. but it's got these Sailor Moon transformation rainbow effects yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it does uh, spit them out right in on the outskirts of Robotropolis in uh, some ancient ruins, um, which also in between all this, we cut back to uh, Robotnik and Sarah and the president who are killing time back in the uh, <laughs> the White House playing a holographic fighting game. <laughs> on Sega Saturn controllers from the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not, I, I don't know if it's a reference to anything specific. Um but it is, it's very cute. <laughs> I, I choose to believe it's a vir, uh, virtual fighter reference. It was very popular at the time. I, I was kind of thinking that, yeah. So it's kind of like Sonic the Fighters before Sonic the Fighters. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the little, the little music stings for the uh, Eggman's victory here. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the little sting at the end of like each match has that sort of like Konami, uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Super Nintendo uh, sound font kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's such a good touch. I love it. Anyone's listening, they know what it is. It's funny. I think this totally flew over my head as a kid. Is uh, at the end of uh, Eggman and Sarah's little fighting game here, uh, something crashes into the side of the building, and Robotnik gleefully hops in, and Sarah comes with him. And I don't think I realized that that's literally just Metal Robotnik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I watched it again, is like a little older. But um, oh yeah, the, one one thing I forgot to mention is I like uh, Eggman's little these little proto egg pawns. Yeah. Uh, exactly what they are that um god they kind of remind me like okay if you crossed the egg pawns with swat bots from set am with the uh robot troopers from stc you would get these little dudes that just look like mean little round robot guys they're like little squidgy low polygon knights yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like how there's one little one that's smaller than the others that's basically just yes. there for goof purposes Yes, he's the one that's holding the sign that says, bye-bye, Sarah. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> photoshopped uh, on in the English version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, some very hastily MS painted over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so I totally did not catch that that is just the uh, Black Eggman mech, uh, which kind of spoils the, the, the surprise when we cut back to Sonic and Tails, and they are in these ancient ruins that I think are just straight up like New York. Oh yeah, yeah no, that's totally New York. <laughs> 
That does look a bit New Yorkish. Don't they zip up on what looks like the Chrysler building? I the believe so, yeah. The, the, and when they're up there and they're looking out into like where the, the the ruins have sunk and you see all those those buildings under the water, I'm like, little Sonic Adventure one ending of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's another one. It just makes me think of Tails at the end of Sonic Adventure 1. Well, all's well that ends well. Well, the whole city is drowned. <laughs> <laughs> they get a bird's eye view of these ruins and uh, Tails po- uh, posits that they are sinking because the uh, the egg generator is getting worse and worse. Uh, and this is also where uh, some th- thunder uh, crashes and uh, we learn that one of Tails is uh, other character traits in this movie is he's afraid of lightning, which is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, and also references Sonic Mania. Yeah, like that has roots in like some of Tails' earliest bios, from my remembrance. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe in like his original Sonic Two Japanese bio. It said he's afraid of lightning. Oh, the Japanese one, not the Sonic Bible. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tails is even, Tails is barely in any of those. Remember? <laughs> it might have been mentioned in State. Yeah, Sonic. screw Tails. I can't remember. Uh, no, he does get a mention of Stay Sonic, so that also counts. So yeah, as we know, he's a bit dim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is where uh, this is where we get our first good look at Metal Robotnik, who uh, is a cool design. I like his crazy bird legs. Yeah, <laughs> this is not the right. This is not the Robotnik mech I would have expected, but I do like it a lot. It's very weird, yeah. very almost vampire-like. Yeah, like the uh, the Sonic Two final boss, but if he was like a vampire, a little bit because <laughs> he's <yeah>. chunky vampire. <laughs> he's he's got the the skinny legs that uh, let him do a couple of big jumps. He's got the jetpack, the big cape. I think the cape is doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the intimidation factor. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And then the uh, when the cape rips the uh, giant bat wings. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. they're great. So they he uh, scares our heroes a little bit before coming at him. Um, I remember always I really love uh, how poor Tails is just scared out of his gourd because the the thunder and lightning and oh. Metal Robotnik's laugh is it's so cute. It's just a subtle little animation, but he's he's shivering right yes. up next to Sonic, and I'm always like, oh no, it's gonna be okay. Protect this boy. <laughs> his arms and legs are crossed over in a weird way, and it looks really. Silly. I like that. I like uh, that at first. Sonic and Tails really aren't taking the fight seriously. Like they're kind of hopping around, making fun of Metal Robotnik, and just kind of basically toying with him more or less like th- at one point so oh, yeah. almost flips him off yeah. almost <laughs> yeah i i yeah i don't think he's actually flipping the bird in this animation yeah it is weird that he points his finger around that way though because you think if it was sonic it would be the other way around and he'd be wagging it but he is definitely doing the pose and like it is a very intentional animation yeah. where he is sticking it up but just looking at the the image it it should be in the middle of his fist like he's got a big old cartoony mickey mouse hand and it should be the the finger should be moved over so i'm not he could be you know i'm not saying that he couldn't be doing it i'm just saying if they wanted it to be they would have moved the finger over a little bit so glad we could have such an in-depth discussion about (laughs) sonic's middle finger (laughs) well man i I, I'm telling you, this is the the circles I I ran in uh, coming up in the early 2000s online. That was a huge point of contention <laughs> on whether it was slightly edited or not. Because there's a couple other scenes uh, that they also said were cut out or changed. And again, I 
people just made shit up. <laughs> God, Sonic fans are weird, you know. Yeah. yeah. The things was, we're getting debates about. <laughs> it was definitely a time where, especially with anime in general, where you did have examples like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, DBZ was also heavily edited on TV until, gosh, a long, long time. Um, and you wouldn't, right. you wouldn't get a lot of like uh, uncensored anime, even if it was intended for like younger audiences, uh, they would still like, uh, you know, like I said, the four kids days where they would just straight up paint over entire things or cut out characters because they for whatever reason um and so yeah that made his way over here but yep i'm willing to take a stand and say that no i don't think sonic's flipping the real bird yeah <laughs> i mean the 90s were a prime time for us to all be like mm-hmm. oh what if this is actually rude what if they're <laughs> what if they're saying something crude or what if there are boobs now <laughs> We could go for another couple hours on now. Would Sonic flip the bird? I would say yes. Yeah, 100%. That's our next episode topic. But yeah. maybe we should get some people on who have contentious, like, differing opinions on this matter. I'm sure there's someone out there who puts their foot down. Sonic would never flip the bird. He has too much respect. He cares about his friends. We'll go through every version of Sonic that has ever existed. Obscure, yeah. obscure origin manga to movie Sonic now. Would he flip the bird? Would he say f***? Okay, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna confirm this right now. Fleetway slash STC Sonic would not flip the bird. He would flip the V's because that's what you did over the in our country yes. back during the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when, so when Fleetway Supersonic is flipping the bird in that Friday Night Funkin' mod, that is entirely inappropriate to his character, and also the fact that he's rapping. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so bring it back to the Sonic move. Sonic OVA. Adventure Sonic would definitely flip the bird. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, no. See, I was going to say Adventures of Sonic does not know what that is and also does not know what f- <laughs> is either. I mean, like, I feel like maybe he does, but he's not going to admit to it. And he might do an, a, a PSA about it. Yeah, there we no, go. No, I think you're right because Adventures of Sonic and all the Sonic Says segments, he's all he's obviously very educated so yes knows what those things are but also wouldn't hurt his brand by doing <laughs> either of them. Uh, sad am sonic is the dumb idiot who doesn't know what they are yeah and underground sonic doesn't but sonia absolutely oh yes <laughs> oh my gosh so the tables pretty quickly turn on them like Mel Robotnik ends up kind of chasing them through the streets with his big old bat wings. Very, very intimidating. Uh, at one point, thinks that he uh, managed to knock Sonic and Tails into the water. They, of course, are just faking it. For real, starts to actually give them trouble when he starts. And I, there's no way, there's no better way to put this. <laughs> starts shooting glue out of his butt. Yes, it is very pointedly coming out of event where the robot's butt would be yes like well i mean there's there are limited places for all this weaponry to come out of so i suppose also it is funny yeah it's very funny (laughs) i just should have come with a thought effect a little if i may make a a a phrase out of it he is machine gunning gludu (laughs) (laughs) dad gum that's (laughs) no it's it's literally dad gum like it's very sticky yes oh boy Okay, well, <laughs> calm down, Jenny. No, not, uh, this, is no not this has turned into a very rowdy episode, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this whole sequence is another really pretty as they're running on the uh, the highway before they get uh, 
dropped off. Yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful. I want to ask a question about the 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 running on the highway bit. Um, so when they're going like you know like through the tunnel, then open air through the tunnel again. Do you think we're looking from Sonic and Tails' point of view, or do you think we're looking from uh, Metal Robotnik's point of view? Because like part of me wants to believe that we're looking from uh, Metal Robotnik's, because like in the like way way far off in the distance, it could just be like the lines of the street coming up, but it really kind of looks like Sonic running on the left and Tails kind of flying on the right. Yeah, I always yeah, assumed it was supposed to be like from from uh, Sonic and Tails, but it's a it's a great effect regardless. Yeah. Where like the sound kind of drops out, and you can just kind of hear the pachoo pachoo yeah, the or the little machine gun blast. I also want to compliment the um, the the dub again, where uh, because of the nature of dubbing, they're dubbing to the the picture, and so there's a lot more like vocal flourishes in the English dub, um, like where characters obviously like have like open mouth reactions like uh, Tails' little giggle as Sonic kicks in the speed and, yeah. and pulls him forward. Um, there's a lot of really nice touches in, in the dub that are um, uh, unfortunately absent in the Japanese version, which it, it just happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, they, they recorded the voices before the animation or just uh, could have been concurrent. It, it all depends. Yep, and poor, poor Sonic gets the worst of it because he is glue bomb to the ground while the piece of like rubble he's on is slowly sinking into the water so at this point he is struggling just to breathe yeah they don't play it up but this would be a, a sonic's worst nightmare yeah. <laughs> due to his mm-hmm. <laughs> not liking water <laughs> this is a really dire scene like to be honest like the rain is coming down and metal robotnik is advancing slowly towards them it's quite intimidating the metal robotnik advancing is really really good just because like he had just gotten hit by one of his own missiles, so you get the exposed face thing yeah. going on with him, which really makes him look even more intimidating. And like the 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 slow fade up of like the the walking sound through the rain is yeah, it, 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 the whole thing is very Terminator. I think this movie overall like does from scene to scene, it really just nails its mood per scene. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. It's it's very it has a very good pacing and like you're not waiting around for the next interesting thing to happen um, while also feeling like there's still stakes to everything. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of there is such a thing as like the OVA boom of like the the 80s and 90s in Japan where there was lots of funding for just hey just do a really well animated uh, short film and that's why you get a ton that like kind of have nothing to them except nice animation but this is definitely not one of these like I think the story works I think the characters work the animation is great it's a fun movie to watch whether you know you watch it split up like it was in Japan or like uh in one continuous thing uh like this yeah. i think it works regardless yeah. um but this is also where our third protagonist jumps in hey do you do you hear that knock knock it's knuckles <laughs> <laughs> for the first Thank time you. in any sonic animation like this would predate his underground appearance by a couple of years oh really thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank, God they, yeah, thank God they got there first. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know what though? Here's our boy. Here's our boy Knuckles. But guess what? He's got a new heart. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's so, it I, I was like confused at first. I was like, wait, did they sort of like smash Knuckles and Knack together? But no, he's got a cool little... Uh, what, what do we call that kind of hat? It's definitely my brain. Yeah. Um, 
It's not quite a cowboy. A fedora, yeah, it's or... not really a cowboy hat. It's not really like an Indiana Jones fedora. I mean, I I don't know what to call it except a crocodile Dundee hat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call it a treasure hunter hat. It's even got the fun little band around it that kind of is reminiscent of like a you know Casino Night, just Sonic Casino design. Yeah, I, I yeah. like it. Little bumpers on it. Uh, it's very good. There's a lot to say about the character, but we need to establish the fact that he's got a really cool yes. hat. Yes. <laughs> the hat is very important. The hat has become like kind of a part of Knuckles' legacy a little bit. Like they did bring the hat back for his appearance for like an alternate costume in Sonic Dash and Forces Battle. And I remember in an interview, Ian Jones Corey, the creator of OKKO, said that if Knuckles had been in that Sonic crossover episode, they would have given him the hat for at least part of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It even randomly shows up in the Archie comics for literally no reason. Yeah, I think um, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> other than I think what the, the artist uh, had just seen the OVA and was like, that hat's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of became part of like 25 years later, Knuckles' like, official design. I think uh, you're right, yeah. yeah. But I don't want to associate it with that, even though it technically appeared in that more than it did like no. anywhere else. It's a very cool detail to this version of Knuckles, yeah. who yes. you know, there's not really a floating island for him, so he's a he's a he's a journeyman. He's a treasure hunter. He's got the hat. Yep. He's got the um, uh, you know, the drawstring bag that you know has all his worldly possessions in it. It's a it's a nice little yeah. touch. I like wandering vagabond Knuckles. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, he swoops in to help uh, save the day. Uh, he really does swoop yes. in. Now, here's the fun thing to notice about Knuckles. Now, we all know Knuckles the Echidna can glide. Yeah. That's a cool thing that he does. He use, I don't know if it's like assumed he uses his like dreadlocks to do that, or his spikes or spines, whatever you want to call them. But he's always been able to like glide like by putting his fists out. What Knuckles does here is he just walks in the air. He's just flying. Yeah, he just, he just <laughs> kind of floats. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like a DBZ flight. He runs. He runs in the air yeah. later, like he's magic. <laughs> I don't know if they maybe miss, slightly misunderstood Knuckles' abilities, but uh, I love it's it. interesting. <laughs> I wonder if it was just a another rule of cool, like like they said. Well, what's gonna look better if he's like fanning air through his dreadlocks to glide, or if he can just fly? <laughs> <laughs> It does look very cool, yeah. the the things he does, like as he's fighting uh, Metal Robotnik and when he gives uh, helps Sonic and Tails uh, do the old alley-oop maneuver, yes. the yeah. fastball special. Just a team blast. Yes. And- yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah. Again, like prefacing everything else in this. Yeah. yeah. And he just completely splits Metal Robotnik right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. And then Another. they do a cool little celebration afterwards. Yep. My man, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another. I think that's completely silent in Japanese. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they added the little flourish, oh and I'm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's big set AM Sonic vibes. So, so, oh my gosh! So, Chris, I am so glad that you actually said the words out loud because that just jumps. That like sparked a memory in my head. I, <laughs> I, I first got to watch this movie with my friend who like years, years, years ago when we were kids introduced me to Sonic. He, I think he had this on VHS. And so we watched it together. And one of our things, like whenever we would hang out, we would, um, we would do like, like fist bumps, like my man, and then try to elbow cool. And that, that, was, that was our thing. That was our That's thing. awesome. That's amazing. Oh, yes. I love oh, that. And you thought it was unironically cool because Sonic told <laughs> yes. you. It was. Yeah. That's how that works. Yes. But, oh man, that 
brings back really good memories. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I'm pretty. I'm sh- pretty sure as a kid, I definitely probably tried to do one of the the secret handshakes from Set AM with yeah. the "Do it to it, let's <laughs> oh. juice." So this is this is about where in the uh, original Japanese release it gets split in half because uh, we see the sun is going down on the city and we get a gorgeous shot of uh, Robotropolis Eggman Land lighting up. Knuckles um, pulling on some sunglasses to show yeah. the, the glare, yeah. and looking even cooler somehow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I love the I love the rapport that uh, Sonic and Knuckles have here. Where he's like, "Thanks for helping out, buddy." And he's like, "Yeah, it's another job I'm not gonna get paid for, but I'll put it on your tab since we're just such good friends." <laughs> <laughs> They're busting each other's chops. That's my favorite Sonic and Knuckles. That's the that's again that's the Sonic uh, Knuckles sort of dynamic that I always enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic's friendly nemesis, <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> they think they're they're gonna say goodbye to Knuckles. Um, somehow, I think he psychically reads their minds, so he knows what's going on, even though he just showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he hops in front of them and says, uh, "Hey, we better get going. That generator's gonna explode." Like it's not it's never really <laughs> explained how like he just happened to be there either. But we don't. It's like. Yeah. We're just glad he's here. Just roll with it. He's a he's a man of the world. He has his <laughs> ear to the ground. He, he knows. Knuckles just hears everything. He's like Dolores and Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> he hears everything. <laughs> but yeah, we get a, a very uh, look alike comes in on the soundtrack. Although in the, uh, the English version, it fades right away. <laughs> but uh, in the original release, we did get a whole first set of credits that are uh, like the ones we get later where it has a little window showing like oh you know little scenes and then we get the credits and then yeah we got a, a couple of verses of uh, look alike but yeah then we fade back up into part two where our boys are ready to dive into the heart of robotropolis i really thought for a second you're saying our boys are ready to die <laughs> i was like oh i didn't remember that part. welcome to die <laughs> Honestly, this whole infiltration sequence gives me big, like, metallic madness from CD vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some little... Uh, are, are those snails from Sonic CD? Uh, they're from, uh, they're three. from Sonic 3. Okay, yeah, Sonic 3. Are they snail blasters? Yes. Is that the name? Yes, it is. Oh, God, I do remember that. I, I, yeah, I um, also remember because I looked, just looked it up, just to make sure. Okay. <laughs> I was just, just like, that was the name that popped right yeah. into my head. And I was like, yeah, man, maybe I spent a bit too much time with those instruction manuals as a kid. <laughs> Plus, the STC was always bringing out, like, bad Nick pinups yeah. every week, so you had to remember them. I do like the um, the contrast here where uh, Sonic is getting a little overwhelmed with how big Eggman's base is, and Knuckles is like, yeah, well, don't get unfocused. And then, like, ten seconds later, he's like, I'm so excited to be doing this, and almost gets blasted by one <laughs> yeah. of these snail guys. <laughs> While actually gliding, by the way, yeah. by doing his actual glide. Yes. He's just like, ah, yeah. ah, but yeah, we get a great, great little section of here of uh, some real tense moments of this countdown going. And are they going to make it? Are they going to make it? And of course they do. But then it's revealed that, man, was this whole thing a trap? Yes, sure I was. think I, I don't think this thing was ever going to blow up. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, it does like a little victory fanfare when he gets it, like almost mocking. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A, a, a brilliant little. <laughs> I, I like that the generator. I mean, like, you know, Robotic is a man who likes to put his brand on everything, and and I, and I love that the generator <laughs> has this face. huge mustache, and, like, big, like, I, like the, the eyes are great, but, like, the mustache is what gets me. I love that he, like, just puts that yeah. on a generator. 
He loves putting his face on things, but this is like the most face of his face that we've seen. <laughs> the in most many. face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it does almost remind me of, uh, and again, because I've just started reading them recently, but the uh, the Egg Citadel from STC, which is just yeah. a big Robotnik head. Yeah. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I, I just love the animation of the uh, robot generator as well. Just all, kind of constantly just kind of crunching as it's, you know, slowly overloading and then when it falls apart again it's just yeah it's it's a it's an object that is made of like metal pieces and so they animate it like that but still it's like it's oh the energy is just yeah. pushing its parts it's barely held together <laughs> the seconds are counting down will they make it won't they who knows and then all of a sudden knuckles comes in helps give that final blow to the uh the switch get a little ta-da congratulations and then some green computer blocks <laughs> i guess that's what you call them yeah it's like <laughs> yeah that's what they are. Yeah. it's like like solid holograms yeah. almost they, they come out they, they they come out they grab sonic and they uh they scan and copy his uh his life data and his memories and that one time his pants fell down in uh in kindergarten and <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's embarrassing he wore pants at one point <laughs> that's why he doesn't well yeah life. we've seen his favorite outfit oh that's <laughs> we'll get <Yeah>. to that <laughs> I really like the shot of Tails here because I always interpreted he's got, you know, Sonic's in trouble, but he's got this determined little look on his face. And I just always imagine that he is, you know, he's going to help Sonic, but also he is studying everything. He's trying to figure out what's going on here, you know, with his little technical brain. Yeah. And um, I think that comes back when he explains later, like their their plan to um, to to stop Robotnik. He's trying to come up with a plan. I really like that interpretation. If I were watching this when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I bet he's thinking, oh, I wish Sonic were here. (laughs) (laughs) What would Sonic do to get Sonic out of here? (laughs) But um, so after after the the scan, uh, the generator falls apart. And of course, at this point, we know it's all been a ruse. And Sonic uh, seems to be falling down endless pit until Knuckles catches him. Uh, parts of the landscape fall apart. And then we see an orb in the middle of the room just across the chasm from them. And I know I love this. This really just seems like a throw some money at the animation budget yeah, for no reason. Yes. <laughs> it's absolutely unnecessary, but it's so, so pretty. Cool. It's, it's like it is so cool. You know what? I imagine this is what happens every time Metal Sonic like awakens from sleep mode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like these little uh, rainbow sprinkles, I guess. That's, that's probably like a much yeah, more poetic yeah. term I could use for it, but that's what comes to mind yeah. when I see these sort of. I guess what uh, Eggman's trying to do is say that, like, oh no, you know, Black Eggman is coming back from the dead, and then it's, you can see down at the bottom, it's just the little egg pawns holding up the broken <laughs> mech, and then it falls apart, and here is where it's revealed for certain that, yeah, it was Robotnik and Sarah inside of uh, Metal Robotnik the whole time. Actually, didn't we get that a little bit in the first part? Yeah, as well? they, they showed it for yes, a split yes. second, but, like, this is the big moment when. Sonic and friends realize that. Yeah, it's where it's revealed to our heroes. And And Knuckles (laughs) is like, yo, what are you doing, woman? (laughs) You're attacking my Sonic. You're attacking my mate. And then Sarah starts crying because uh, she didn't uh, want any part of this. There's some some just great facial animation on all of the characters during (laughs) this whole sequence. To, to keep up with the whole, like, the English dub flourishes things, I love uh, when Eggman jumps out of the, uh, like, deconstructed metal uh, Robotnik. 
I think I just said Eggman and Metal Robot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just did the yeah. same time. I said yeah. Black yeah. Eggman and Metal Robotnik in the same sort. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But uh, when uh, when Robotnik jumps out of Metal Robotnik and like kind of swings down, he like he laughs. He does that little and then he starts talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, it off. <laughs> while he's telling Sonic that now he's going to die. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you were saying this is where we finally get to see uh, Hyper Metal Sonic yes. reveal. And uh, so after Hyper Metal Sonic, which we'll just call Metal Sonic because that's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, when he, when yeah. he finally uh, reveals himself on the orb and the smoke clears, we get a really good establishing shot with some like really good like deep coloring, shadows, lights on Metal Sonic. And, um, and you know what's... A great uh, stinger uh, in the music too. <laughs> it's scary. And you know what's interesting? Like we mentioned earlier that Studio Piro animated this whole OVA looking like kind of comparing this to some of the more like Sakuga parts of Naruto where where they use like some of the um like in those Sakuga moments where they like they do very minimal shading and highlighting and they mostly stick to flat colors so that they can make it easier to like draw just amazing action scenes. You could almost say that like some of the styles were like cemented here and probably, you know, some productions before this and kept going and going and going throughout the years and just refining over time. And it's, it's cool to be able to like compare and contrast throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. To just to compare their work and how you can see some of that influence and style, like keep going into other projects. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. I love that little like uh, when Sonic finally gets um, uh, riled up enough to try to charge Eggman. He does that kind of like radio static thing throughout his body as he like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cat. Like it's like when a cat gets its yeah. up. <laughs> yes, that might be my favorite part. Period, because it looks so cool. Yeah. And yeah, Sonic's just yeah. It, I I know. Um, uh, in both versions, you know, he gets real mad. In uh, the Japanese version, it's almost like he goes, "Oh, oi, oi!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of that kind of punk Japanese punk flourish. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, he's getting real pissed off. I don't think it was before this, but Tails says uh, it's a robot that looks exactly like Sonic, and uh, uh, yeah. I think that's a that is a interesting interpretation there, Tails. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean the Sonic series is kind of famous for that now. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Whether it's yeah. mistaking Shadow or <laughs> or even Silver. <laughs> yes. To be fair, I suppose they do make their front views look quite similar in this art style. Yeah. Like Sonic spikes like pointing up kind of like they do in Sonic the Sonic TV animations. It's it's more uh, believable later when um like the the president's surveillance cameras are barely catching glimpses of Metal Sonic streaking around. Yeah. It's like, yes, I could see that mistaking for Sonic. Yeah. But come on, Tails, you're like 18 inches in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not identical. <laughs> uh it is it is very very yeah tails i i do like his uh he's super freaked out at this <laughs> like the very thought of copying sonic in robot form just broke his little brain for yeah. a second. <laughs> um, it just this is where it finds out that tails has had like a vision issues this whole time <laughs> i've seen double uh. for sonics <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but they they do launch into the first of several very cool fights yeah. where 
I I guess I never I never really stopped to look until this time revisiting it that this fight takes place almost entirely in the air where Sonic is just mm-hmm. finding little bits of either the environment or like using his speed to like stay up in midair to fight uh hyper metal Sonic here who is using like his jet engine to propel himself up and it's super cool i love the the contrasting uh where you can see metal like zipping straight up with a jet stream behind him and sonic is uh uh like spinning around to um to keep up pace and lead him into like the empty parts of the city i think this movie was a is a big factor in why i and a lot of other people really like metal sonic as an antagonist like you know yes. I, I like yeah. shadow as a character because he has an interesting arc you know villain to anti-hero to arguably straight up hero there's a lot of depth to explore there but in my mind metal is always going to be the preeminent doppelganger rival because he's got all sonic skills all sonic speed zero morality and his you know single goal always has been and always will be he wants to prove himself to be the superior sonic and generally speaking, whenever he shows up, he feels like a genuine threat. And I think this OVA was one of the first examples where they really brought that into focus. We've made some allusions to the Terminator, but I remember being a kid, probably watching like Terminator 2 on TV, um, which still left some of the scary parts in. <laughs> and always thinking like, you know, Metal Sonic's hand that has all his sharp little fingers mm. and just thinking like the nightmare scenario would be to just punch straight through one of our heroes yeah. which oh. you know would never happen but as a kid i i thought in the back of my head like oh no he's so sharp and scary what if that <laughs> happened i mean metallics might have done that in stc I yes have... <laughs> perhaps there is some validity to this sonic terminator theory of yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just thinking that when you mentioned it yeah sonic gets completely destroyed in this fight more or less yeah. Metal believes that, you know, he can't detect the life signs anymore. Literally just shows like little Sonic Sketchhog image of, you know, Sonic (laughs) with a halo. Yeah. Poor, um, poor knuckles and tails like can't keep up. So, uh, tails is another really cute shot with, um, uh, tails has tears in his eyes, but is dragging knuckles along and saying, we're going to go pick up the tornado and go home. Cause he's got a plan, but he's obviously very upset. Poor guy. Yeah. Of course, Robotnik is completely overjoyed and we get, <laughs> we get a weird shot of old man owl still hanging out on the beach at night. Yes. <laughs> and then what a perfect night to sit on the beach. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on, guys, he's an owl. Oh. Good fellow. Yeah. Ah. You know ah. what? That's valid. There we go. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't touch on it, but uh, that's probably why he didn't realize his aircraft was on fire earlier, is because he's supposed to be asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's also, valid. Also, he is an older man, so his skin may be sensitive. So, you know, uh, a moon tan might be you know, a little <laughs> bit easier to deal with. <laughs> Less less harmful UV radiation. <laughs> now, here's a character who actually we do see has vision problems who mistakes uh, metal for the real yeah, side. I'm, yes. I'm willing to forgive that one, Valid. especially considering he probably gets murdered in this uh, sequence, maybe. I mean, yeah, like they, they sure do imply <laughs> that, and we don't find out that he's not until like two or three scenes yeah. later. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> That's, oh. what That's the turn it took. I mean, what a brave movie to kill the main character. 
But yeah, we do see that um, Sonic wakes up in this beautiful, serene forest. Um, he just got the piss knocked out of him. He's not dead. <laughs> you know, so Robotnik's wreaking havoc. The president needs to be caught up because he still thinks it's Metal Robotnik doing this. Uh, and Tails and Knuckles go back to their big wreck. There's there's a moment that uh, Knuckles looks at all of the like wreckage and is like, this is horrible. Only Robotnik could do something like this. And I just want to like have Tails look at him like, Knuckles, this is my house. <laughs> yeah, I, I could never tell um, if that was supposed to be a joke or not. Because, yeah, they, they show up and Knuckles is like, oh, this is terrible. And I think you can see like a smoke plume. Yeah. But then... <laughs> Other than that, it looks exactly like the opening scene. So I wonder if that is supposed to play as a joke. Yeah. That, yeah. But Tails, Tails even nods like, yeah, totally. I've been trying to get Sonic to clean up for years. It <laughs> uh, just might not have translated visually all the he way. He left the oven on before we left. Now there's smoke everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> old man. Spe- speaking of which, yeah, Old Man Owl is totally alive because apparently all Metal did was put him in Sonic's favorite outfit, which is, you know, I know it's the nineties, but Sonic has some questionable fashion choices. <laughs> hey man, I streetwear is definitely back in fashion. Now I would wear this whole outfit in a heartbeat. <laughs> can we, can we explain the, the clo- Sonic's favorite? I don't know to, uh, how to explain it. It's loud in nineties as hell. All right. So here okay, we go. If I, if I, if I, if I had to explain it in just a sentence, it would be how the interiors of American Taco Bells used to look <laughs> with the, the pink and purple and there's some aquamarine and just random squiggles that kind of look like logos uh you know what i'm gonna take your word for it <laughs> yeah yeah and he's got uh he's got headphones on and a skateboard he he's definitely dressed like the floor of a chuck e cheese <laughs> <laughs> this is to again pay compliments to the to the dub i think one of the best lines in the movies where um uh, old man owl says that he forced me to put on these clothes and then flew away without saying anything it's <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest <laughs> deliveries it's like he forced me to put them on and then flew away <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know how to describe that laugh other than like it vomits out of him it's so good <laughs> so uh, so old man owl is like is one of the few sonic characters that i can like impersonate and I think the first time I got to do his voice was for one of the Waxes uh, shorts in one of the Sonic volumes, and I mm, and I remember specifically mm-hmm. like taking a lot of time to like try to practice that laugh as much as I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the best thing to go from. Something I forgot to mention earlier is that when Metal is you know throwing Sonic away, uh, we get a shot where we're the planet Saturn is like right behind them, and I think I finally realized oh. what happened to earth you know that caused new york to be abandoned (laughs) oh the tide got must have gotten real Uh, messed up from being pulled into another planet's orbit this is actually a tie into wally uh once again saturn is a disaster yeah Um, Yeah, saturn killed sega and sonic the hedgehog it happens all over again (laughs) oh boy That is definitely another just rule of cool. Um, (laughs) Which I think is also an explanation why I'm just going to bring up STC whenever I can. Why uh, Mobius has two moons occasionally. It's just because, hey, it looks cool. Why not? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So since Saturn's in the background, Uh, one could make a case that this is all this is taking place on like Saturn's moons of either like Io or Titan. (laughs) 
This is uh, the scene where Tails and Knuckles realize that Metal Sonic is operating under uh, Robotnik's control and is wreaking havoc across the uh, the land of the sky. But they they start to put two and two together that because he flew back home and gave you know the old man his favorite clothes is that he is operating on some wavelength on Sonic's thought patterns. And I think this is where we get uh, Tails is tinkering with the navigator that yeah. uh, Robotnik gave him uh, because it it uh, logically uh, it would use some same parts that are in Metal Sonic. And this is where Tails gives the explanation that uh, Sonic's whole life data, his whole brain scan was copied into Hyper Metal Sonic. And so he knows uh, he says uh, Metal should know all of Sonic's thoughts, uh, every feeling he's ever had, his memories, his likes and dislikes. And this is where they start hatching the plan. Um, uh, to, I, I know we mentioned it up top. It's kind of gets lost here. Uh, even in the original subtitled version, he doesn't straight up say it, which I think kind of hurts the uh, the ending sequence. And in the dub, they kind of gloss over it. But I think what, what Tails is trying to do is he's saying that if they can fully synchronize um, Metal and Sonic and override Robotnik's programming is that Tails is hoping that Sonic's, you know, heroic personality will uh, be able to come through metal since everything else is already there. Yeah. Which we know, you know, spoilers, that's what happens <laughs> in the end. And we know Sonic has a heroic personality, even if he's a dick half the time. In this <laughs> yeah. Movie. Yeah. But that's, hey, that's, that's my favorite part of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. the, when the chips are down, he does, you know, he does the right thing. He does what he, he, he fights for what he thinks is right. Which is uh, how SDC Sonic is as well, by the way, everyone. Just putting that out there. Don't cherry pick panels from the comic. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, he's only a bit of a... <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. But hey, I was talking about a British thing, so it's all right. It's like saying hello over there, right? <laughs> I mean, people use it all the time. Yeah. It's standard. There's a great moment where the president calls... Sonic's place to find out what's going on and Knuckles is like I don't know who you are but you're bothering me we're busy go away <laughs> I love I love that <laughs> and Knuckles <laughs> I love who are you I'm Knuckles and I'm Sonic's best friend oh are you okay <laughs> yeah so screw you <laughs> Yeah, we go back to Knuckles not knowing who the president is. <laughs> Knuckles, Knuckles is off the grid. He doesn't really care about politics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously not. <laughs> and, you know, they, it is very funny. They, they catch the president up on what's going on, and they, they've they kind of deduced that uh, basically what Metal Sonic's Robotnik's plan is, is basically all of the land of the sky is being held up by giant glaciers that are attached at the bottom to the land of darkness, just as like big pillars supporting them. But there's magma flowing through those glaciers. Don't ask me how they don't, you know, melt. Cause I don't No, It's fine. <sighs> but <laughs> basically, the, basically the plan is that metal sonics destroys the glaciers, the lava overflows and, Everything like holding the land of sky in place to the rest of the planet disappears, and the the like little floating islands all just disperse and get sent off into space, where they will inevitably, you know, all life on the planet will cease to exist. And then Dark Gaia, and then Chip, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, there's another parallel. A little bit. 
So uh, one yeah. thing that's that's happening during all this that we haven't mentioned yet is uh, looking back on it, kind of a troubling thing <laughs> that <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> well, not kind of it's it's quite troubling that Robotnik uh, is thinking about the future of humanity after the land of the sky uh, basically blows up and floats off into space. So uh, you know, Sarah's pouting and not very happy at all that she's been kidnapped still. But then he pulls out a very nice dress and she's happy. And then she's like, "Why'd you get me this?" Well, why'd you get me this wedding dress? <laughs> well, you know, specifically, we're gonna be the last two people on the planet. Got to repopulate. So let's get married. And here's this oh boy. horrifying fantasy of us with fifteen children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're horrible little egg babies. <laughs> the the fact that there are fifteen of them, all roughly the same age, is just. I don't even want to think about it. I really, really don't. Oh gosh. You know, she's the president's daughter. She's basically like the kidnapped princess. And this whole scenario is very like uh, droll of the time of like, yeah, yeah. kidnap the princess. So she'll have to marry me. Um, oh, I suppose on the flip side, at least there's a little bit of consent in her. Because at one point she says, if you don't let me play again, I'll stop being your hostage. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. And she's the one who wanted to go on a drive, which is the reason they piloted Metal Robotnik to begin with. Yes. Yeah. They do at least, I mean, you know, like you said, it is a little awkward, but they at least do play it for comedy that she is mm-hmm. also like the kind of anime girl that like scratches his eyes yeah, out back. and beats up <laughs> beats up the bad guys um, yeah. but yeah it's 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 a it's played as a silly yeah. gag <laughs> i mean it is i'm I like i'm not i'm not as serious about this as i oh, sound yeah, no, i yeah. just no, want to make no. fun of it i just want to draw attention to it because that's funny it is it is super <laughs> weird yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah basically sonic was there to hear the whole conversation with the president and he's like i'm going to the north pole because I know metal will be at the North Pole because now our brains are basically in sync and everybody slowly follows behind. As metal is starting to wreck the glaciers, Sonic finally catches up and we get the big fight scene that we've all been looking forward to. This is the final confrontation with, (laughs) we've already mentioned it, but also the the other line that everybody remembers. Yep. (laughs) Like this, this whole fight sequence is just great. Like they're doing the DBZ trails thing where they're warping around explosions every time they collide. And we get the moment. I just wonder if we'd even remember it nearly as much as we do if it wasn't for the slightly weird delivery. No, like, not I think at it's all. Just something about it. It's it's be- it's because they add these strange isn't it, isn't it to match the lip flaps yeah. instead of and writing it differently. <laughs> it's like that transatlantic like accent that he's got going on as well. The weird thing is the strange isn't it isn't even you know that's not a lip flap line that's you know they're looking at metal at the time so his mouth isn't moving. Right, right. I think it, I know. Um, I can't remember. I think in the the subtitles, he just says, uh, it, uh, "You could basically translate it as, uh, hey, isn't it funny?'" It's a yeah. It's a strange feeling. What a strange feeling. But they yes, they ta- they tack it on the end there. Um, anyway, it's it's so infamous. It's hard to. I, I can't even say if it's good. Or <laughs> I, <bad. laughs> I think there is a video somewhere of Ben Schwartz reading that whole quote. Oh, I'll yes. have to track that down. You might know everything I'm gonna do, but that's not gonna help you since I know everything you're gonna do. Strange, isn't it? He had no context for it, so <laughs> it's not. It's, and nothing will ever beat the original version. Of course, that immediately leads into one of the other scenes everybody remembers for completely different reasons. (laughs) (laughs) 
So everybody starts showing up at the North Pole. You've got Tails and Knuckles flying in on the tornado. Eggman and Sarah show up in the, uh, yeah, I guess this is a, this is an Eggmobile, <laughs> an Eggomatic. Yeah. I quite like the design for it, the blue one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a cool one. It's a very bespoke one. Yeah. Then we get, you know, Metal Sonic crashing through the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> So this is yeah. This scene, so the, this the scene. yeah, the whole joke is that Metal Sonic is crashed right in front of Sarah. She's wearing a very short skirt, and so yeah, <laughs> the implication is that he can see her pantsu, and Sonic <laughs> is also freaking out um, because they are so in sync that he is also seeing what Metal sees. So I do wonder if it's that he's seeing it or he's reacting to her like kicking the hell out of metal sonic i guess it could be feeling that the expressions say to me that it's you know it's not reacting to the kick i tell you one thing if this was adventures of sonic the hedgehog sonic he would absolutely be reacting to what he saw (laughs) yeah because as we know the horniest sonic (laughs) i mean i mean also another sonic that keeps trying to hang out on the beach but gets interrupted by crises (laughs) how true I do love, I just want to say, I do love the, of course, the deadpan Metal Sonic getting kicked in the face. Yeah. Who? <laughs> it's a very good piece of animation. I also like, okay, I just thought of this, but I like the fact that like his eyes keep like shutting off every time he gets kicked. So I like, I like the, I like the idea that like each kick to the head reboots him over and over again. <laughs> it's, it's interfering with his LEDs. Um, but yeah, is, is this is where Sarah falls out and um, gets rescued by Knuckles yep. and Tails. And then Tails cops a feel. What, like the rapid fire off color jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and I hate to, you know, I hate to say like it's another anime thing, but I mean, mm. it kind of is the like, oops, yeah. I fell and, you know, fell on top of a lady. And I mean, again, it's played for comedy. Sarah doesn't seem to take it personally. Um I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, so sorry. I was about to say another very cute dub yeah. delivery. I never thought you'd stoop that low. <laughs> Come on, Knuckles. Come on, Knuckles. Um, so anyway, but the uh, the fight is getting super intense meanwhile. And this is where they set up a joke that is going to pay off much, much later with uh, Robotnik firing the tortoise and hare missiles. Yep. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that. That is the, such a Japanese design. Eggman yeah. thing. Yeah. To make something so blatantly flawed. Another design failure. <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention, like going along with the tortoise and hare thing, um, I, I noticed, like especially you know knowing the fact that this was two episodes instead of a full movie, I noticed that like in the, in, in the second episode, the second half of the movie, there's more instances of what looks to be like i would say like early experiments of like some digital computer animation when knuckles is explaining what the plan is as far as like what uh robotnik and metal sonic are going to do to like break up the world and we get that kind of like more digital looking like flat colored the effect on the magma and also the scene where tails uh just rams into them with the tornado and it's kind of like it basically kind of looks like they just like have the the one picture of the tornado keyframed and they just kind of like make it go further and smaller and yeah, yeah. to to give it that sense yeah. of speed yeah because it's it's kind of a like a full pan to mimic like what a real camera shot might be yeah, yeah. Uh, i i couldn't tell you if that was 
digital. Uh, uh, I, I, I just don't know. I know it shows up later. Like there are some explosions where it is a very bombastic effect that might have been inserted. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying though. Um, I, I, I like it. I think it blends really well, regardless. And yeah, it, it, it probably again, it just let them do things that they might not have been able to if this was like stretched out into like a series. Yeah, it probably also helped them save a lot of animation time too. But it doesn't stick out like a lot of uh, like digital painted uh, early stuff. I'm pretty sure this was mostly uh, hand hand painted. Yeah, I think I believe so. It just has that look to it. So we get a point where you know Metal Metal and Sonic are still fighting, and Sarah seduces Knuckles into dealing with the magma crisis that's currently going on <laughs> at, at the cost of his hat. Pour one out. Can, can I just uh, point out that at one point, and this is not just a, a dub thing. Uh, Sarah is yelling out, yelling out, "Go, Mister Mole!" Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's I, in the Japanese too, Mogoro-san. So they, I guess, she just sees him as a mole. Yeah, I think I think digging, that was I just guess. a joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what an echidna is. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> including poor Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he does. He he diverts the uh, the magma, but. Um, Sonic is once again, uh, Metal's got him on the ropes, but this is where Tails jumps in and enacts his plan and is uh, typing furiously on yeah. t- this tiny little keyboard. <laughs> I, I love the shots of uh, Sarah just repeatedly hitting and kicking Metal and he just doesn't even react. Yeah. Yes, biting him. Yeah, I love that it starts out with her biting him and like the English stuff just goes like, ang, ang, ang. (laughs) (laughs) But Tails reprogramming ultimately works. Metal drops Sonic and manages to get knocked away. But unfortunately, their victory is short-lived because the president and old man Al have showed up in their ship, crashed into one of the glaciers, and are now trapped inside. And old man Al was the one driving. Good job. (laughs) Sonic and Tails, they try to get... So they try to save him. Metal basically interrupts him, but he is looking way worse for wear. Like, you can see, like, little chunks of his body completely ripped up. It's it's pretty harsh to look at. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Sonic hits him, like, going full speed with that spin attack and messed him up. But here he has uh, reappeared to seemingly save the day. He he pulls uh, pulls our good guys out of the wreckage. Yeah, and... after after a little bit of extra tussling with Sonic, like yeah, and stepping on Knuckles at one point, very important. I I love the shot of like Sonic kind of slowly crawling towards the exploding uh, aircraft, like Mister President. Oh, yeah, they do a real good job that Sonic is wiped. He is tired. And surprise, surprise, it ends up being Metal who pulls them out of the wreckage because his uh, Tails reprogramming has worked just enough. Tragedy strikes in the form of a big piece of wreckage and knocks him right into the volcano. Metal is like he doesn't even have legs anymore. He can barely move. He's slowly clawing his way out. And Sonic's like, oh no, this thing is basically me now. It has emotions and a heroic streak. I need to rescue it. And Knuckles is holding him back. It's I, I always I always took this as another really good Sonic character moment because I I don't even know if Sonic has like thought about it that hard since he I don't think he got the yeah, I guess he did hear the full explanation from Tails. But I just thought Sonic was like, Oh, he's a good guy now. You know, I gotta at least give him a chance. Yeah. Um 
Oh, he thinks like me now. That makes him a good person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, kind of. I, I think Sonic is, is kind of, at the end of the day, he's kind of simple like that. I mean, Sonic has his own sense of what's right, and you know, yeah. that's, yes. that's that. As <laughs> long as the voice inside drives oh. him to run and fight. It doesn't matter. I always, I always took it as a uh, he he didn't even think about it that hard. He he knows that Metal has done this good thing, and so he's going to give him a chance. Yeah. But like you said, you know, Knuckles is being the voice of reason. He's saying, "Oh, it could be a trap." He's going to drag you into the lava with him, and you know, for one brief moment, you think he's going to uh, take uh, Sonic's going to take Metal's hand and pull him out, and he slaps it away, and we get a another uh, fairly iconic line here. Which, you know, Metal metal doesn't really have a mouth, so I always kind of assumed that this was him using, like, their psychic link to communicate oh, this thought. Yeah, I, like to, that. I can see that. That Sonic's the only one that heard this. Oh, that's good. Uh, it is, I do like to think it was uh, interesting that George Lucas would watch this and uh, <laughs> apply this to his planning. I for hate you, 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 you. <laughs> yeah, really took it in the opposite emotional tone there. <laughs> you cannot win, Metal Sonic. I have the high ground. Metal, you were the chosen one. We were brothers. You were supposed to bring balance to the force, not <laughs> <laughs> to the magma. Anyway, time to end. We get a very, I like how we get a very, uh, uh, again, a very classic anime shout to the heavens. Metal. Uh, in both in both vo- versions, and then uh, that gets to fade out until a nice uh, a nice establishing shot, and we just get like a everybody's just friends now. Closing out to the movie. Old man Al still can't look in the right direction. Yep, <laughs> he's looking off to the side while everybody else looks at uh, Robotnik. Uh, and of course, Robotnik's like, "Oh, I can just build a new Metal Sonic. I've still got all of Sonic's life data on this disc." On this GameCube, on this one CD, CD. (laughs) on this one CD that I have no backups of because I really should have, you know, because it's 1996. (laughs) (laughs) I burned it just to be on the safe side. I deleted the copies on my computer. You never know who's listening. (laughs) I'm I'm keeping it all in one place with no backups. (laughs) Next, I'm going to do the same thing to the Kingdom Hearts one source code (laughs) (laughs) and Silent Hill two and three. He really is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe away the data on this disc of Eternal Darkness on the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we finally get the brick joke of the tortoise missile crashing into the disc and destroying it, ensuring oh no more metals, no more metal Sonic. Um, and then yeah, we get the the very important setup earlier where Sonic stepped on Knuckles' head because now he just whacks Sonic right on the head and takes off running, <laughs> saying, "Eh, now we're even." Yep. <laughs> and everybody runs off into the sunset. Ha ha ha! Roll credits. Yep, another title drop. <laughs> uh, Eggman almost destroyed the world. Ha <laughs> ha! Let's hang out. With <laughs> yep, let's, let's bum a ride with him. I mean, the version of lookalike that uh, the only version that we had for years and years, uh, which is a very catchy yeah. song. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. I was still a little surprised that that managed to make it onto like that uh, Sonic compilation CD from like 2007, 2008, with all the yeah. theme songs. Like, I was like, nah, there's no way. I would have thought that like the rights issues would be weird with that but i guess that you know 
Sega owns enough of a stake in the movie that they can just do that, I guess. You know what? If the Sonic X English theme can end yeah. up on. Yeah. <laughs> God in heaven. All I can say is, on a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice, <laughs> I notice different things that look alike. You know, ice and water, steak and cow, <laughs> autumn this year, and last year, spark and burn, rain and cloud, A, B, C, D. <laughs> it really, it seems like she's more describing, um, I, for, I forget what they're called, but uh, Conan used to do the, like, cow is to steak as ice is too water. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's oh. what the whole song is. <laughs> uh, it's important to remember, a long time ago, one caveman had a busy life making tons of names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right, that's actually... <laughs> oh lord. Uh, oh, on this planet, drinking my coffee. <laughs> different things that are alike. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's the Sonic OVA. Um, I still really like it a lot. Uh, I've got definitely got a lot of nostalgia um, just because it came out of nowhere. I might have seen an ad for it in a magazine, a game magazine or something. Same. But I remember I probably picked up this VHS at the same Babbage as I got my Dreamcast <laughs> just because of, of course they would have, you know, the Sonic, uh, the movie VHS. But I still think it holds up really well. I love this. It's, it's the perfect length. It's not even an hour. I think it's like 54 minutes. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. If, with with both, both parts put together. Um, but it is just fun to put on. And uh, it's got great animation, great flow, like we said. And it's just a fun little... It's its own little thing. Yeah. Like, they didn't turn it into a series. They didn't try and make it just like the games. It is a perfectly contained little Sonic continuity. Yeah. I almost kind of wish we did see a little bit more of it, but... In a way, it's kind of better, but it's its own bespoke thing on its own in its little world. I, I definitely think that, you know, there are elements of it in, like, its production, and especially in the English dub, that are very much kind of a product of their time. But at the same time, it's just so charming. And it's like, I still get a, at least a little bit some of the warm and fuzzies I did back when I first found it at Blockbuster when I was, you know, nine years old or whatever. I didn't get to see it for years, but I did hear, I did see it in a magazine at one point when I was like, what, mm. 12 or 13? Like, I remember seeing like, Sonic the Hedgehog the movie, and my tiny little voice piped up, oh, finally! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping for a Sonic yeah. movie. Uh, uh, I didn't get to see it for the longest time. I, I think I saw, I think I played Sonic Adventure before I actually saw this, so. I, I love this movie. I, I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely love this movie. It always makes me happy, and I... I always have a good time watching it, um, and it, it was so cool doing this episode all together, talking about it, like getting to mm. you know get more into like some of the production details and the and, and like the voice cast and like where are they now and and getting to like really pick apart some things and it's just I love this. It's yeah. uh, like <laughs> you know honestly like if if I were to like put a list of importance uh, on like different things in Sonic media. I would. This is like up there for me. This is in my like top five. Just anything Sonic. I love this, genuinely. Yeah, it's it's cheesy fun, and sometimes that's enough. Yeah. Yes. This is this is on my wish list of Sonic things that I hope uh, a company like Discotech can rescue oh. and 
put out on it, do a proper re-release. Uh, I would definitely be settled with a nice new DVD, but if they could work some of their magic and do a proper HD transfer, I just want people to be able to properly see this movie in the future. So yes. fingers crossed. If anybody's got if anybody's got the the ear of somebody at Discotech licensing, please whisper it. <laughs> <laughs> whisper Sonic OVA. But yeah, I man, just to follow follow back up on that jake i'm so glad that we like that that is the the fantastic part of this show is that at the end of the day it is another reason for me to hang out with my friends and i'm glad it is we we all even though we all watch this separate the the movie separately like several times like we get to come together and talk about something like that genuinely has a lot of awesome nostalgia because we watched it when we were younger and also like it's just fun to experience now because it it holds up i i like that i like that a lot all right you mush heads time to get out of here all right i guess this wraps us up for this week uh you can find me on twitter at cyberlink 420 uh you can find me uh on twitter and everywhere as valero that's f-a-u-l-e-double-r-o um, and I'm Jeremy. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Great Job Jeremy. Um, that's G R and the number eight. And I'm Rock the Jake. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Rock the Jake. And of course, special thanks as always go out to Amy Waters for the use of our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow. Woo. You can check out more of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp. Go do it. But for next time, uh, well, we spent a lot of time talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Little other Sonic the Hedgehog movie might be coming out around this time. You know, you've probably already seen it by the time you're hearing this. So we are going to, like, now that Chris has already seen it, it's time for yep. me, Jeremy, and Jake to play catch up and <laughs> spend, to- spend time uh, seeing what our favorite little blue Ben Schwartz is up to. <laughs> and uh, next time we will come back with our impressions of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie. Looking forward to it. I I really am. Like I know I think I know exactly what that movie is going to be, and if <laughs> that's what it is, that's fine by me. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> I'm so happy to. I'm so looking forward to being able to talk to yeah. it with you. Stay <laughs> <laughs> here for a week, Stuart. Yeah, I, I get the feeling uh, we will inevitably talk both about what we think of the movie and also what certain things say for the future of that film franchise. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into the, you know, the the first one and how it led into this one as well. Yeah. All right. So until next time, I'm Game Buddy. I'm Rock the Jake. I'm Falero. And I'm Cyberlink. And this has been The Hill is Always Greener, where <laughs> Sonic will never again be unpainted by egg. <laughs> <laughs> Very good delivery. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening.